To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent with us. Hey, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. Okay, so the ministerial inquiry, what do you make of it? Um, I find it interesting because is it part of the government's austerity drive? I mean, who knows? I mean, if you look at the... Uh, what they've told us today, it's pretty serious. I mean, uh, they say within weeks of coming to government, the education ministry had already paused 20 building projects and informed Erica Stanford that um, it could be up to 350 uh, projects uh, in various stages from design through to construction. Now, you can imagine how frustrating this is for the schools involved, but um Look, Stanford at the news conference, which is still going on, uh, is not wasting words. She's sheeting the blame for what's being described as an out-of-control system home to the last government, to its incompetence. Here she is with Prime Minister Chris Luxon. The buck stops with the previous Minister of Education, Chris Hipkins, for five years and then Jan Tanetti, uh, to not make sure that they were implementing good value for money systems and processes in school properties so that we didn't end up with a pipeline of projects that were not able to be delivered on. This is a pattern of fiscal behaviour that we've seen from the previous government. You know, what we have encountered since coming to government is endless cost overruns. Think about Kiwi Rail, think about the school buildings project, think about transport projects, etc. We've had a really intentional underfunding and time-limited funding. Think about Pharmac, think about school lunches. We've had poor delivery and endless wasteful spending. Think about Auckland Light Rail, Te Pukenga. Uh, so this is a pattern of behaviour of what happens when you don't manage the economy well, you don't manage the finances and taxpayers' money well. Yeah, they've got it off pat, haven't they? And what they're doing, to me, clearly, is uh, lining us up for a pretty austere budget when it's delivered in May. Yeah, which, fair point, that seems to be what they're doing, but they may also have a point here, right? Oh, they probably do have. We're not talking small change here, either. No. We're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm. So, um, you know, if they did open the books, as they've done in all areas, they're not happy. Uh, and, um, you know, this jawboning, which is what they've been doing, telling us just how bad things really are, I guess we'll have spelt out um, yeah. later in March and then f- finally in the budget. Um, the gang crackdown with the gang patches, do you reckon they'll get this one past the Bill of Rights Act? Well, I don't think there have been laws in New Zealand that have been passed despite the Bill of Rights Act. Quite frequently. Yeah, quite frequently. So I don't think they're going to uh, worry about too much about that and certainly that's the indication they've given. Um, the interesting thing is the dispersal notices that uh, police will be able to issue. Now, um, that'll essentially require gang members to immediately leave an area um, and not associate with one another for seven days. How they're going to achieve that, goodness only knows, because uh, they normally meet up behind gang-fenced uh, headquarters. Mm. So, um, you know, who would know about that? But. The courts will be able to issue non-consorting orders which will stop uh, specified gang members or uh, offenders from associating or communing, uh, communicating with one another for up to three years. So, And the gang patches, of course, are going to go. They're already banned in schools, hospitals, courthouses and the like, but this is uh, taking it one step further. And it was interesting, I went back to that Wanganui case that... Um, the uh, council uh, passed the bylaw, 
Hell's Angel, they, Hell's Angels sought a judicial review uh, of the ban, saying that the bylaw was invalid. Now, uh, Justice Dennis Clifford, he agreed with that, and the High Court judgment found that the bylaw didn't specify which public places the ban applied to. So I'd be rest assured that this government, uh, if, it, if all this does come to pass, and I think it will, uh, they'll be certainly specifying where they can no, and yeah, can't have wear from the gang patches. I looked around the world as well, Heather, uh, at various other countries. Um, they haven't gone nearly as far as this, but uh, gang problems are now endemic throughout the world. Um, Barry, I thought Jenny Anderson's apology was pretty good as far as an apology goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it had to be, didn't it? Because, you know, here we were coming up to Wednesday and she's going to grovel again on Wednesday, uh, which will be uh, a good listenership for News Talk ZB. But today it was certainly a contrite Ginny Anderson yeah. who spoke to the media about it, even though most of them didn't cover the story. Here she is. I've spoken this morning on ZB with Mark Hoskins, apologised to listeners and to Mike, and I intend to do so again to Mark on Wednesday morning when we're on live together. I would like to apologise to any listeners who took offence to those comments I made. I also apologise for Mark. It's unacceptable to personally attack someone, uh, and it's not my usual standards. Yeah, well, the thing is, I think the person that has been left wanting in all of this is the Prime Minister. Now, he's the leader. He should have demanded she make a public apology straight away. Seriously, Chris Luxon or Chris Hipkins? Uh, Did I say Luxon? You said the Prime Minister. Oh, no. You mean the former Prime Minister, the Labour Party leader? Yes, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you because obviously that conversation has (laughs) happened behind the scenes, but he poo-pooed it um, last week and he ought to have said that is not the standard of a Labour Party MP. She's going to come out and apologise. And that is what leadership is about. I'm afraid uh, Chris Hipkins... uh, Failed to meet the test on that one. All right, Barry, thank you very much. Barry Soper, Senior Political Correspondent. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.